Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. You got your camera right, man? I just seen the ceiling. I just seen the floor. Well, you know, um, I was trying to use the tripod. But whenever I use the tripod and turn the camera to the landscape, the uh, phone slides right out of the tripod. I don't give a damn. I'm so sick of all of this. I'm so sick of Zoom. I'm so sick of tripods. I'm so sick of cameras having to be turned landscape in order for us to do the show. Can we please get back in the studio? Can we at least spend the last few months of 2020 in the studio? God damn it. Can we? Please? I, I, I don't think so. But, you know, we'll My see. My God. I feel like we're one of the kids that uh, can't go to school this year. You know what I mean? We still, we still yeah. got to make a choice on whether or not we're going to school or we're going to be still doing a on in learn home. Vir, vir, there you go, ye. Virtual learning. <laughs> I might need to go yeah. to school. I might, might need to be me. Yeah, now we, you know, Charlemagne and I live in Jersey, and I don't know if his school, his kid's school sent the letter, but, you know, what they're doing they sure for did. younger kids is they want them to come to school in the morning. I believe it's 8 to, like, noon. Then they have to come home and do virtual learning from, like, 1 to 3, which I don't yeah, think makes that, sense. Like, yeah, they, that's my five-year-old. Why are they coming home? Like, they're in school already. That That's the weirdest thing to me. Because yeah, they're already my, there, right? Well, for my five-year-old, yeah, they have the option of whether you can go to school for, for half a day. For my uh, 12-year-old who will be going to seventh grade, she has the option of either doing virtual learning or um, being in class. But you have right. to decide now because if you don't decide now, then they got to wait until January. Right. To make the decision again. Can you right. can you just say yes so that at least you have the spot and then make up your mind later? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't. I have no idea. That's I, this is stressful. What we did. We said yes, just in case. It's very stressful. Because you don't know it's what's going to happen in the next decision. two, three weeks, four weeks. You, do, no, you, you really don't. just don't know. No, you don't. It's, it's a very, it very stressful choice. Like, and it's, and it's one of those choices, You especially with the 12-year-old, do you bring her in on the conversation, which I did because she already told me she don't feel comfortable going back, but now her mind is changing, so I don't know. I really don't. It's very, it's, very stressful. It's changing a lot as you see more and more commercials, more and more kids going back to school. They're promoting mm-hmm. book bags and books and pens, so yes, oh, it's God. definitely exciting, and, and I'm confused. I don't know what to do. I don't even know and what to do because I use that. There's a teacher buddy. shortage also, I was going to say. They were talking about I this teacher that. shortage as well. Because teachers care about their health, so they don't want to be there. And, you know, I do a, I've do been doing an annual backpack giveaway for, for years now in my hometown of Mount Corner, South Carolina. I don't even know if we're going to do that. Yeah. Because it's virtual learning. So what do you do? We, I don't know. Every year. Backpacks? I don't every know. Every year we do one, too. We do one in Jersey, and then we do a rally where we, you know, use the cars to, to raise money. And we're still doing it this year, but 
like I said, I don't know why we doing it because the kids. It's it, stressful, bro. It's we doing the backpack, but if they don't have to go to school, what's the point? I, know, I would rather do some type of normalcy, though. I don't know. I would rather I do something one student for them that they're going to use. Knowing that he was positive, I saw that they had a whole issue what? with that. One student went to this high school, knew he was positive, and the parents were saying, oh, well, we didn't quarantine him for the amount of time that we were supposed to. We messed up. And see, that I, I don't know, man. I, I would they rather be brought up on charges or something like that? Like, you know your, your child has COVID, you don't properly quarantine him, and you send him out to school with all these other kids? Should he be brought up on charge? What would the charge be? Endangering the, the well-being of other... Yeah, because it really is. And okay. teachers. This is, this you is know stressful. you have COVID and you, you know, and, and you, you allow your son to go to school and, and you know COVID could possibly kill people. Oh, Lord. This is stressful. Come on. Can we talk about something happy? At least for two seconds. This was just, can we escape for a second? Huh? Anything good coming up in front page news? You? Uh, the NBA playoffs start tonight. Okay. That's All right. Oh, that's good. All that's right. good. Okay. That's good. I'm here for that. That's good. So does right, the Democratic like National that. Convention. I'm here for that, too. That's, that's, that's cool. I'm, I'm with both of those things. All right. Well, we'll get into that next. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yeezy? Well, the NBA playoffs are starting tonight, today, really. So you can watch basketball all day today. The Jazz versus the Nuggets at 1.30 p.m. The Nets versus the Raptors at 4 p.m. The 76ers versus the Celtics at 6.30 p.m. And the Mavericks versus the Clippers at 9 p.m. Okay. I'm tuned in. Bubble life, baby. We here. All day. I know y'all going to have that on in the background. If you're working from home, if you're home, if you have the kids at home. So you have basketball all day. Now, the Democratic National Convention is here today as well. So originally, this was set to take place in Milwaukee, and I think it was supposed to be last month. But this time, it will be conducted by video from satellite locations across the country. So the lineup so far, uh, former President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, former First Lady. Also, Mm -hmm. Bernie Sanders, Andrew Cuomo, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, performances by John Legend, Common, Billie Eilish, Billy Porter, all of them will be performing. So this is going to be a different type of convention. That's tonight? Mm-hmm. I'm saying all that, that lineup you just named is all tonight? I know. Oh, I think I knew I Michelle was on it. It starts today. Oh, oh it starts so today. Okay. Got you, got you. Mm-hmm. I'm about to say, that's a hell of a lineup for, for night one. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, what are you doing on night <laughs> well, two? This, well, this would be Kamala Harris's first real introduction as the vice presidential choice. So I'm sure she'll be delving into a lot of things uh, that have to do with what they want to be proactive about for their campaign. Also, Biden wants to show voters he isn't the anti-Trump. That's what they're saying. So he will be officially the Democratic nominee starting today. And he'll need to do a lot more than just talk about how much we can't stand Donald Trump, even though that's okay, why a lot right. of people are voting for him. I'm not. I'm voting for him because uh, I want I want a proper agenda. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm voting for him because I want him to actually pass legislation that improves our communities. I'm a, I'm an interest-based voter. Now there's also yeah, anybody a new anybody saliva- can be better than Donald Trump. Now, there's a new saliva-based COVID-19 test, and they're saying that could be a fast and cheap game changer. They expect it to be around $10, and it could be available very quickly, like within the next coming weeks. So that is uh, from researchers from the Yale School of Public Health. They created the Saliva Direct Test, and it's only going to cost a couple of dollars for people. That could be a really great thing. No more of that swab up your nose, and you could find out your results in less than three hours. The problem they're having now with the vaccine trials, just to switch gears, 
this is because they've been really slow to recruit black and Latino people. So they're saying that could delay a vaccine. Of the 350,000 people who have registered online for a coronavirus clinical trial, 10% are black or Latino. But we make up more than half of the U.S. coronavirus cases. Why do you need black and Latino people? All you need is a human. You get you some humans that are down to take the vaccine and test it out. And if it works, then you come back and tell the black and Latinos. Why do you need black and Latinos to report first? Why do we guys Not first, we, but they're saying they usually with these trials, they try to reflect the people who actually have something. So it reflects the population that's affected. So yeah, that's why they want to when you start scaring sure. people, when you start telling people that, you know, hey, so, we want to try this on black and Latino. Yeah, is the, and, is the strain, is the, is the vaccine going to work different on black and Latinos as opposed to white people? Like, I mean, really? that's usually, just normally when they do these trials, what they do in the trial is if 10% of people have it, then 10% of people in the trial See? So you start are scaring those people. people. But black leaders are saying it is a challenge to recruit black people into these trials because it does need to happen pretty quickly as well. And, you know, when we hear a vaccine trial, we're like, are you researching on us? But I, something I never heard of that, not- though. It's not like when you got the flu, you got to take the black vaccination for the flu. I ain't never heard that ever. HIV or AIDS, you got to take the black vaccination or the, you know. They're not saying it's a different one for different people. They just want to see how it affects everybody. We're all humans. So Mm -hmm. so go grab some humans. as we know, certain people get things are more susceptible or are affected more by certain things, you know, according to race, just disproportionately. So Yeah, but unless the vaccine is impacting us different, meaning that it's going to have a different effect on black people than it does white people, then I would also question why. But it's, I don't see the need for them to just yeah, I have don't to recruit see black and Latinos. Like, yeah, unless, I, I mean, somebody, somebody got to school me on why. Yeah, I need to know why that is necessary. Yeah. I need to know why. All right. Because if it works, it works. We just need to know it works. Now, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Tilly Till. What's up, DJ Envy? Good morning. What's morning, up, brother? Get it off your man. chest, man. Peace, King. To leak tail. You know what I'm saying? Morning, ye. Remember, I, Good morning. Uh, I called you guys last week. Proposing to my lady, my ex. Mm-hmm. So Saturday, I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she said yes. Woo! Yeah, oh, yeah. congrats, brother. Drop, drop, Congratulations, drop King. Clues, please drop a clues bomb for black love. You know what I mean? Black there you love go. matters. Today's her birthday. Happy birthday, Erica. I love you, baby. Yeah, you know I mean, you daddy got you for the rest of the day. Daddy got you for the rest of your life. Yeah, you know I mean, so I'm congratulations, King. I'm feeling good this morning. I, I thank y'all, man. Thank you, thank you, for your advice. You know what I'm saying? On, on, on Monday, last Monday, I thank y'all for that, man. Feeling good this morning, DJ Payne. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, I don't know. But I don't know what just happened. He's hyped though. DJ Envy's new marker. DJ Bates Payne. DJ Bates Payne. Hey, hey, hey. I like that. I like that. I like that. Took him a little bit to get that joke off, but okay. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you guys doing? This is Ed from Portsmouth, Virginia. Uh, morning, Angelique, Charlemagne, and DJ. Good morning. Uh, real quick. Peace, King. Hey, real quick, I just wanted to say, uh, sometimes I, I'm disappointed in ourselves as black people. We deserve to be treated equal, and we want to be treated equal, but at the same time, we put ourselves in a box. Like, for example, black entertainment television. If they had a white entertainment television, we'll be in the uproar. I want to see how you feel about that. They have a million white entertainment television networks. They're just not called white entertainment television. 
Don't say CMT. If they had, I ain't gonna say CMT. It's it's, it's more than CMT is just country. I'm talking about every other channel on television reflects white people in white society more so than blackness. So yes, we need to be. But if it was called, if it was called white entertainment television, that boldly we would be in the uproar. It is called white entertainment television. It's called American entertainment. American entertainment. American doesn't all doesn't always include blackness or latinoness or gayness or womanness. Okay, it's usually white reflection that we see when we hear American entertainment. I think the problem is we have a lack of diversity when it comes to entertainment and television, and that's why it exists until things are more equal and inclusive and reflective of who we are as part of the population that will exist. I saw a good show last night, though. Uh, Goddamn Lovecraft Country on HBO. Oh, yes. My God. Man, drop on the clues bombs for Lovecraft Country. My wife know what I be like. And my that's wife said, I want you to watch this show, Lovecraft Country. We've I watched that show. I was like, oh, this, Club. That's that's my type of show. I like um I love science fiction. And when it's science fiction with a fully with a with a with a almost lead black cast, I love it. Great, great show. I'm all in all for right. that. There was get only episode off- one last night, but I'm I'm here for for the rest of the season. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800 585 1051 If you need to vent, hit us up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, y'all? Timmy and Freeman. I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. All right. Get it off your chest, brother. I got two things to get off my chest. First off, you know, NBA playoffs coming up today, man. You know, I'm a Heat fan. Everybody keeps telling me the Heat ain't going to do nothing. I, I think we need to put a little respect on mind. We're going all the way. Mm. Best right. of luck. Y'all going all the way. Dream. We're going I'm all not gonna, the way. Yeah, y'all. I mean, Miami's good, but y'all, I don't think y'all can beat Milwaukee. Nah, or Toronto. Beat Milwaukee. We, we beat Milwaukee every time we've seen them this year. I don't think y'all can beat them in the playoffs or Toronto. All right, we're going to see about that, Charlemagne. But Charlemagne, we going to see. Man, I, got, I got beef with you, Charlemagne. Talk to me. All right, man. So me and my boys, we some independent filmmakers in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. And we had a bunch of our fans hit you up about our little short film we put out because you're a Marvel fan, and we did a Marvel parody called Black in America. Ain't mm-hmm. no love, man. Where, where'd you hit me up at? On uh, Instagram, man. Y'all know I don't be on the gram. I mean, I be on the gram, but I don't be like just where my DMs. Uh, your DMs. We had to mention you. We did everything, brother. We tried to get yeah, you heavy because we know you're a big Marvel head, man. Yeah, I definitely don't be checking my DMs, and I ain't see nobody in my comments talking to me about no Marvel film. This was this was like this was like a couple months back. Every single time I oh call through, gosh. Taylor don't be letting me through because you don't know how to pronounce my name. What's your name? <laughs> you don't, hold, you on, brother, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. <laughs> How you pronounce your name? What's his name again? Hit me up. It's like hit me up, but I lied and said Henry this morning so I could get through. <laughs> Hold on, brother. Hold on. That's funny as hell. Taylor don't let you through because she can't pronounce your name. Hello, who's up. this? <laughs> I got my name, uh, Vars the Great. Um, I wanted to speak on my uh, my brother. Okay. Okay. What's going on with your yes, brother? Uh, my, my mom passed away June uh, 16th and. My brother's been in like a dark space since then. And like uh, Charlemagne has been speaking on mental health for the longest. And I wanted to um, um, kind of co-sign that mental health is very, uh, very real. And a lot of uh, millennials within like, you know, my age bracket, 25, 27. Um, my brother, he's 28. You just, it's, it's really hard to like kind of talk to him. You know what I mean? Because his head is, he hasn't like touched ground yet. So, like, and I don't really know how to word, you know, certain things because his head is spinning and he hasn't really, like, coped with 
my mom's death. So that's what I wanted to kind of speak. You know on what y'all should do? You should um you should set up an appointment with a grief counselor, and um you and your brother go sit and talk to the grief counselor together. You know, like yo, just 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 go sit down and have a conversation with the grief counselor together. You and you and your brother, you you should set it up. You should set it up and be like, man, let's go somewhere real quick, and then y'all go sit in the grief counselor's office and just just have the conversation, get it out, man. Feel your feelings. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like your your mother died. Like, come on, you gotta feel those feelings. Right. Like that's not something you can just tell somebody to get over. You know, oh, get over it. Have a good day today. Like, nah, let that man. That man is allowed to feel his feels for real. But I would I would set right, up a, right. a meeting with a grief counselor. Our, our, our therapist and, and just sit down and go have, go have that conversation with your brother, man. Get it out. For sure. Yeah, All right, brother. I, I wanted to say that because uh, he's been on my mind, man, and I'm worried about him. But I appreciate you. I'm going to take that advice. All right, King. Have a good one, man. Invest in your mental your wealth, people. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Nayib, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and Free C Murder will tell you who is joining in the fight to help Free C Murder. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Gil King at one point had the opportunity to take over Oprah Winfrey's talk show, and she decided against it. She was on the Drew Barrymore show, and here was her explanation. This was way back when Oprah had her show, and she was talking about giving the show up because she wanted to go into acting. So her plan was, you move to Chicago and we'll incorporate you in the show so that at the end of four years, so at the end of the year, then I can sort of pass the baton. And I was really, imagine a huge opportunity. I was really excited about that. And the kids were, you know, we were divorced, so they were still young. And then I realized that that wouldn't be fair to them. First of all, say what you want about Oprah Winfrey, but not too many people have thrown as many as, uh, assists as, as she has in her life. And also, I respect Gail King for choosing what's best for her family over her professional goals. I don't think you can ever lose like that because Gail's career turned out fine. Yeah, sure did. Right, it was a decision she felt like she needed to make at that time. So uh, now Doja Cat versus Nas. As you know, this uh, last week was trending. Nas put out the song Ultra Black, and that's from his 13th studio album, King's Disease, which is coming out on August 21st. And Doja Doja Cat started trending because of this part. We going ultra black, unapologetically black. The opposite is Doja Cat. No, well, why are mad at Nas for this? The wreck is dope. Doja Cat fans started attacking Nas on social media, and then Doja Cat was on TikTok, and it felt like she was about to address this. And instead, she said this. I'm so offended and upset by this song. Have you guys heard Fruit Salad by The Wiggles? Two things. First of all, Doja Cat absolutely bodied uh, Poom Poom Talk on City Girls album. That's number one. But just back in May, weren't y'all canceling uh, Doja Cat because she yeah. made some racist remarks or something? Like, yep. I, I can't sure. keep up with what you kids are Doja mad Cat at. definitely had a Doja Cat cancel party. So why are people mad at Nas for that line if she Opposite actually did make Cat. racist remarks? Yeah, I'm confused. It's because it's the internet. It's the internet, exactly. I, don't, I can't even keep up with what kids are mad at nowadays. I thought Doja Cat was over. But then I heard her on Poom Poom talking. I said, oh, she bodied this. But then I see people defending her because of what Nas said. And I was like, where were all those people when they were coming at her for saying she was racist? I just can't keep up. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an adult. Dope, by the way. That Nas record is I love so it. Dope. 
I love it, but I'm also 42 years old. So if it's not for you, I understand. I love adult contemporary hip-hop. All right, now Kim Kardashian is planning to help free C-Murder. And she posted about that. She said, today I'm teaming up with Monica, Jessica Jackson, Eddie Haney uh, to free Corey Miller. My heart goes out to the family of Steve Thomas. I can only imagine how hard this is. And my intention is never to open up this painful wound, but to help find the truth behind this tragedy. So she wrote, on January 18, 2002, a tragedy occurred when a young man was killed. The next day, Corey Miller was arrested for the murder. She went on to say he was convicted on a ruling of 10-2 and that if his trial happened today, it would have to be unanimous. And she said true justice means uh, catching the actual killer. So she's Man. also teaming up with Monica in these efforts. Drop one of clues bombs for Monica for being a real one because, you know, her and C-Murder dated decades ago. Mm -hmm. uh, clearly, they still have some type of bond. And for her to be out here on the front lines pushing for C-Murder to get freed after all these years and they're not even together... They don't, even, they don't share no children together, nothing like that. Just because, just out of the goodness of her heart, that's 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 uh, very honorable. So Absolutely. Monica. Well, Monica had posted previously, see, murder and I are bonded by truth, honesty, and loyalty. There has never been a broken pro a promise broken, and I vowed to seek help. After a tearful conversation with Lala, she and I spoke to Kim Kardashian, and I explained why I knew Corey was innocent. I shared that there are lots of issues in Corey's case that speak to his innocence, including witnesses recanting their testimony, DNA not matching, and attend to Jerry. Corey deserves to come home to his girls and be the father they need, be the artist and leader he always been as well as spread hope to those who have experienced this also now Corey, uh, Corey Miller also wrote back and he said Moses when they took me I told you to go live your life because you didn't deserve what the system was about to do to me you still stood for me without me asking created a team that could change the outcome of a very unfair fate you have been forever true one in a lifetime Monica got him saying hashtag free Corey Miller Man, ask yourself, do you have any exes in your life that would hold you down like that? Some of y'all significant others now wouldn't do that for you. They wouldn't do for you what Monica is doing for C-Murder right now. So so, so, so drop one of Clues bombs for Monica Absolutely. once again. And this Absolutely. is why you always got to treat your, uh, your, 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 your little girlfriends, okay, with some love and some respect because you never know <laughs> when you might need them again in the future, okay? All right, and congratulations to Anthony Anderson. He got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame right before his 50th birthday. That was on Friday. He said, it's a hell of a milestone, and I want more than 10 people around me to celebrate my star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He was saying this uh, previously. He was supposed to get the honor in 2019, but he changed it to coincide with his 50th birthday. And it looks like because of coronavirus issues, he was there. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross posted it on social media. Martin Lawrence said, congrats to my brother, Anthony Anderson, on his much-deserved star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, Kenya Barris chimed in with the congratulations as well. So once coronavirus crisis ends, he does plan to have a party. He said, we'll have a party on that star. I will go get a permit to shut down that part of the street just so we can have our pomp and circumstance so the fans and the public can enjoy it just as much as me and my family will enjoy it the day that it happens. Salute to Anthony Anderson. I'm, it's a lot of rain checks being taken this year, but I promise you, mm -hmm. next year we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, cash in on every single one of those rain checks. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. Absolutely. I want, I want the guy. I, I know how he feels. I want the goddamn celebration. There's things that we got going on too that we want the celebration for too. Damn it. Especially when you sure. done worked hard and busted your ass all these years, That's and then you finally get, a, get get honored and celebrated. And I want the party too. That's right. Yes. I mean, there's nothing you can I do right now. You got to postpone it. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Now, Yee, what we got in front page news?
Well, we'll talk about voters in North Carolina. They have gotten absentee ballot request forms in the mail, and they have Donald Trump's face on them. I thought he opposed all this. All right. All right. Well, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, the United States Postal Service announced yesterday that they would stop removing postal collection boxes through late November. A lot of people have been complaining because these postal boxes have been taken away. And so they said there'll be no change in the boxes locations until after Election Day. Now, they had removed these boxes because they said they got rid of some that were seldom used collection boxes as people are not using the mail as much and it has declined. So now they're going to keep those up so people can do their mail-in absentee ballot voting. You know, you know, y'all don't think it's crazy that the 45th president of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump, is trying to sabotage the 2020 election. Like he's attempting to steal the election right under your nose by not funding the USPS. And it doesn't seem like we the people are as outraged as we need to be over this. Like we make so much noise over Kanye West running for president. No, oh, it's so dangerous. And he's no, this is dangerous. Absolutely, what he's doing dangerous. is absolutely dangerous. Absolutely, not, not, like like what is like what? Where's the outrage? Why are we not tripping, raising holy hell over this? Well, you've heard Donald Trump talk last week about the funding for the United States Postal Service. Listen to this. One of the reasons the post office needs that much money is to have all of these millions of ballots coming in from nowhere and nobody knows from where and where they're going why it's so much i don't know but that's what the democrats want but if the bill isn't going to get done that would mean the post office isn't going to get funded and that would also mean that the three and a half billion dollars isn't going to be taken care of so i don't know how you could possibly use these ballots these mail-in ballots absentee ballots by the way are fine now, Jesus voters in North Carolina have been getting absentee ballot request forms in the mail, and they have Donald Trump's face on them as well. So the pandemic has led to high levels of voting by mail, but Donald Trump is trying to restrict this method because he said it's filled with fraud and abuse. And these are claims that has been fact-checked multiple times by CNN and which are largely without merit. But Donald Trump has been criticizing these mail-in voting methods for months. So a lot of people are confused. What's the difference between absentee ballot requests and mail-in uh, ballots because it kind of is the same thing, right? I have is no it? idea. I don't know. I don't know. So every U.S. state does allow mail-in absentee voting, but typically only under certain circumstances. So in the past, if you were deployed with the U.S. Armed Forces, if you were going to be out of town on Election Day, if you were sick, then you could do the uh, mail-in absentee voting. But after the pandemic, at least 35 states have changed their mail-in absentee voting policies. That means all voters apply for an absentee ballot to cut down on the risk of spreading the virus. So some states are calling this the absentee voting, no excuse absentee voting. So you don't need to explain why you need an absentee ballot as you have in the past. You can still vote uh, through the mail. All I know so is I the don't... same energy. Oh, go ahead. You what did you say? Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say the same energy y'all give Doja Cat or Nas or J. Cole telling no name, watch her tone, Kanye running for president, outrage over WAP, all those things y'all make all this noise over. This is what you should be really making noise about. Because when they're taking away your fundamental rights right under your nose, what will they take next? Y'all screaming, stay woke. But boy, y'all sleep on what your president is doing right now in regards to blatantly suppressing your vote by not funding the USPS. All right, Kamala Harris had this to say about voter suppression. There have been laws put in place specifically to suppress the black vote in America. 
and recently, including. And it's going to be no different for this election in 2020. And I'd ask everybody to, to ask this question. Why are they trying to suppress our vote? It's because they know when we vote, things change. This isn't even suppressing the vote, though. This is a, this is straight up murdering the vote. This taking is a the headshot. vote away. It's just taking is, the vote this away. This is a headshot. This is mm. walking up to you and putting the gun to your brain and bow, blowing the trigger, pulling the trigger. Okay, this is a now, straight up headshot to democracy. Do you know what the number one reason that an absentee ballot is rejected in America is? Why? If it's oh, late. they don't know how to fill it out. Oh, it's late? No. Okay. A late ballot. Late. And as you can see with the postal services, there's plenty of delays now as they're taking away funding, taking away mailboxes. So a lot of people are very concerned about what's going to happen. You know, in the primary elections, hundreds of thousands of ballots were rejected for that reason. Yeah, and Trump has said out of his own mouth it will hurt his mail-in voting will hurt his re-election in Republicans across the board. He's telling you. I am taking away these mailboxes. I am not funding the USPS because it's going to probably cause me to lose this goddamn election. And everybody's just sitting around twiddling their thumbs like, oh, okay. Y'all, we don't even know what to be outraged about anymore. We don't. Because this is something you should absolutely be outraged about. This is something you should be on social media making a lot of noise about right now. All right. And Donald Trump's younger brother, Robert Trump, died on Saturday at a hospital in New York. Donald Trump said it is with a heavy heart that I share my wonderful brother, Robert, peacefully passed away tonight. He was not just my brother. He was my best friend. He will be greatly missed, but we will meet again. His memory will live on in my heart forever. Robert, I love you. Rest in peace. Do we know why? Robert. What happened? Because there were speculations, but did they ever say the cause of, of death? Well, I know he'd been sick for a while, and he was admitted to the hospital, and... Uh, they were, I guess Donald Trump went there because he knew. They said details of his illness have not been released, but he'd been sick for several months. Mm. God bless him. I didn't yeah. know Trump had a family. I didn't know he had, I didn't <laughs> know he had siblings and stuff like that. I, I thought he was hatched from an egg. I didn't know that he actually had people around mm. him that maybe he cared for and cared about him. How old was his brother? Uh, 70, I thought they said. 71. 70 or something like that, yeah. It's got to be tough on them right now. It's got to be tough having that last name, Trump, right? Mm-mm. <laughs> All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, we were discussing Monica and C-Murder. Just give people a, a, a quick rundown of what happened with Monica and C-Murder Yee. Well, they did used to date. and That was before C-Murder went to jail. And Monica is still on the front lines trying to get him released because she said he was uh, wrongfully imprisoned for mm-hmm. a murder that... They were, and there's all kinds of discrepancies with this case, uh, witnesses recanting their stories. So now she has also recruited Kim Kardashian to help in this fight. You need to ask yourself, do you have any exes in your life that would hold you down like that? Okay, some of y'all significant others that you with right now wouldn't do that for you. Okay, or, what <laughs> what exes do you have that would absolutely hold you down in that way? Or Or would you do something like this for your ex? No. What if you thought they were innocent for real, though? Not not even just help them, but if you knew they were innocent at that time, the DNA didn't match, witnesses recanting their testimony, and you were like, this is just a person that went to jail, and I know them. They, at one point, had a special place, you know, in my heart, and I can do something to help them. Would you help? All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. I I think most people would. 
You think so? And, and, that's, see, in, and that's in and that scenario uh, ye rolled out. But I mean, that's also a reason why you know you got to treat you know all your little girlfriends and your little boyfriends good because you know you never know. Even though y'all may not have worked out as a couple in the future, you might need this person. So clearly, you know, see, Murder always treated Monica with the utmost respect because she back riding for him decades later. But but we also have to ask this. You know, it also depends on the situation. Now, you know, I don't know if Monica was was still married. And had a husband, would she still be fighting for her ex why, like that? Why, why are we doing all these hypotheticals? I'm just asking. Can we just, just deal with what is? It was just, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Jesus. All right, Let's so what's the question? What is? What's the question? Ooh. I guess the question touchy, is, touchy. Would, 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 you, would you do that for your ex? All right. <laughs> Taylor, I mean, Taylor was in the room earlier. That is Taylor, true, though. If you were married, could if you you're married, yeah, you, like, it's a little different. If you're single, you'd be like, yeah, I'll ride for my ex. would be like, I know you're not helping that bitch out. See? Yeah, it's a little different. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. What you do for your ex what Monica is doing for C-Murder? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Monica and C. Murder. You want to give them a little update of what we were discussing? Yes, uh, Monica is actually helping C-Murder try to fight his case, free C-Murder. She's locked arms with Kim Kardashian, Jessica Jackson, uh, Eddie Haney, and all those who believe in him. She says that she knows that he isn't sin. He needs to be able to come home to his girls. She said uh, there were witnesses who recanted their testimony and DNA not matching and attend to jury. Salute to Jessica Jackson. Jessica Jackson uh, is part of the Reform Alliance. Drop on the clues, bonds for Jessica. She gets busy when it comes to, you know, uh, getting getting people out of jail, out of prison. Right. So we're asking 800-585-1051, uh, would you do that for your ex? And do you have an ex that would do that for you? So let's let's start with you, Yee. Would you do that for an ex, Yee? Um, I probably wouldn't go, like, all out like that, but um, I might refer to <laughs> I might refer his current girlfriend to somebody, be like, here's a good lawyer for you guys. You know, good luck. Best of luck to you. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll mention it on The Breakfast Club one time and do a post. One and time only. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Charlamagne? You know, in the words of Malcolm X, man, uh, I'm for justice no matter who it is for or against. Um, if, I, I, I can't see no reason why I wouldn't get involved if, if if it's an injustice. Because, you know, if it's a black person, it's a black person. If it's a black person going through that situation, regardless of it's, if it's my ex or not, um, yeah, I don't I don't see why why I wouldn't ride. I, I probably would be like Yido. I wouldn't be like all in, you know what I mean? I don't even know if I would put up an IG post about it, nope. but I would definitely point their people in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? And I would, mm-hmm. I, would, I would mention it. I would even, you know, have them on the Breakfast Club to discuss, mm. you know? And, and that being my ex would be maybe a little, little sidebar, but but yeah, I wouldn't stand in the way. Nah, I'm uh, you know, may, I might pass a name around or two, but I ain't doing, I ain't doing the post where I ain't talking about it. Nah, nope. But what if they and really, I, really were wrongfully convicted of something that you know they didn't do? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I listen. I can, a human I, being, right? I'm talking I, to Envy because we said we would oh. help a little bit. 
Yeah. I'm talking about him because he said nah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I pass a, a name around or two, but see, but then you pass also got to think. Now, I'm going to tell you because then you also got to think, right? And then you, you, your wife going to be like, so you're fighting a lot harder for your ex here. I just don't want them problems in my in my in my household. But I, like I said, I would help. I, I pass the numbers around, but nah. I also your wife don't might have... also be like your wives might also be like, you know what? That is a messed up situation. So no. I also don't have any exes. <laughs> that is... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like I got like Monica and C. Murder. Uh, you know, clearly have had a history. Very... Solid relationship. They have Correct. history. Like she said, they're bonded in truth. Like, you know, she it's very honorable what she's doing, but I don't have that with anybody. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I, that I, is true, I too. There's no feeling there. Yeah, there's nothing there. But but it's, it's very odd. Like I said, it's very honorable that C. Murder and Monica still have that that that, that kind of bond. Because, you know, mm -hmm. most people don't don't end well with their exes. Like we had Taylor right. in the room earlier. Our producer, Taylor said, I wish that nigga good luck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and she, she said praying for him may be an option. After I pray on, if I should pray for him, but you know, I wish him good luck. So I mean, I don't know. I, I respect it. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Samantha. Hey, Samantha, would you do for your ex what Monica's doing for C Murder? I actually did. Um, my I was married. And my son's father was actually in some trouble. And I went to court, testified, and pretty much did, like, whatever I could. Mm -hmm. Only because, like, yes, he did do it, but I feel like it was totally justified. <laughs> so... You know what's interesting, though? But even in your situation, y'all share a child. Right. Monica and yeah. C. Murray don't even share a child. So I, I can even understand you, you know, doing what you did, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they have history. They have a relationship. Thank you, Mama. Hello, who's this? This is Miles. Miles, what's going on, bro? What's happening? Would you uh, do for uh, what Monica did for C-Murder for one of your exes? No. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want to trip. Damn. He said no. he's for trip. See? And on top of that, I don't want to end well with my exes from back then. So we want to talk. You said you what? Okay. <laughs> None of Why everybody phone? Huh? No, I'm in the shower and I'm taking a at the same time. So. Goodness gracious. Okay, oh, you're taking a shower you. and a at the same time? Explain, sir. There's no way you could shower, be in the shower. Building, building the bathroom, relax what? The moment while you do. Oh, no, so you got the shower running, but you taking a duke. Yeah. You call us from oh, the yeah, toilet? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do that. All yeah, the time. he definitely called us from the toilet. FaceTime us. No. You made it seem like no, you had a shower. I called y'all when I was in the toilet in the shower. I was home for 10 minutes. I just got out of work. Oh, my bad. Well, I know you had to. Home. He probably had to run to the bathroom and go bad as hell. It's 10 minutes ago. Well, go finish. Go finish. Thank God that you uh, realized you had to poop. Hurry before up, you your got leg is falling asleep. There's nothing worse than getting in the shower mm -hmm. and then getting out and having to poop. It's a waste of a shower. All right. 800-585-1051. We're talking about Monica and C. Murder. Uh, Monica, they he, she's dated C. Murder, I mean, decades ago, but she's still fighting to get him out of jail. Would you do the same for your ex? Call us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Monica and her ex, C-Murder. She's still fighting to get him out of jail, and we're asking, would you do the same? Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name? 
Cassandra from New Jersey. How are you? Hey, Cassandra from New Jersey. We're asking, would you fight for your ex like uh, Monica is fighting for C-Murder? Oh, absolutely. When you when you get the facts that were shown in uh, the Master P Chronicles that the security guard was kind of like uh, deceived into signing uh, the document that he signed. And that happens all the time, Envy. It mm -hmm. happens all the time. And unfortunately, a lot of young people end up killing each other because you get labeled as a snitch when all the time they put paperwork in front of you, you trust them that is whatever they say it is, and you sign it, then the detective will go back and tell the other person, look, he signed it. He said you did it. So this happens all the time. So when I was watching the Chronicles, I was like, oh, I hope somebody get on this case. But I also want to know how can we outside outsiders help in this, this whole initiative that uh, Monica is doing? Like, can we sign some petitions? Can we write letters? Because I, I really want to uh, see this young man uh, get another uh, opportunity to prove that his, he's innocent. Because mm -hmm. right. I'm, I'm sure Monica posted something. I saw her using the hashtag... Um, Free Corey Miller. I haven't, I don't know, maybe we can hit up Reform Alliance. It's called Free Corey Miller, the Freedom Fight. Um, okay, so I don't know. Because I'm not that savvy. I just got on Instagram, and I'm not that mm -hmm. savvy with it. Right. But um, if you guys can get that information, because um, I'm very much into this. I mean, I do it out here in Jersey myself with the young guys, go to court with them, write letters. But if we can find out how we can help her. How we can help, and also how we can help Kim because I do think this young man really deserves another chance. He really does. I think Monica, you know, whether it's her ex or what, you know, it's the right thing to do. It's just the right thing to do, guys. All right. Well, thank right. you. As soon as we find okay, out more information, go. we'll let you know. Maybe we need it to have right uh, Jessica Jackson, a Monica on the show. Mm -hmm. It is the right yeah, thing to do. to do. And she said it all right there. It is the right thing to do to help a person. Say you didn't even know him at all and you wanted to help right. him just because you know he's an innocent black man. I get that. And injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So, you know, you, you should be for justice no matter who is for or against. I just combined the Martin Luther King Jr. and a Malcolm X quote. I get 100 black points for that. Woof. Hello, who's this? Brent. Hey, where, where you calling from, Mama? Miami. All right, now we're asking, would you do that for X? Would you hold your X down like Monica's holding C-Murder down? No, sir. <laughs> what if he was innocent of a crime and you could help him? I call it reparations for all the hurt. <laughs> Man, you are Damn. great reparations for all the hurt. My goodness gracious. Th well, thank you, Mama. They could do it for me because I know I was a good person, but for them, no. Jeez. All right. Damn. The cold world out here. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, Envy? What's up, brother? Who's this? Doing, man? This Roger, man, from Hollandale, Florida. Okay. Hey, now, listen, what? I want to speak on that right quick, right? What you were talking about with Monica. Go ahead, Like, buddy. a lot of times, dudes get locked up, man, and people forget about them, man. They just throw them to the, under the rug and just say, man, forget about your life, forget about you. But, man, I, I think that that's great, man, that girl that's sticking up for that dude, man, and just hold him down, man. I really appreciate that, man, because... I was in there for for a little while, man. Like they sent me to California, and I was locked up, and um, uh, my girl turned up back on me. But at mm -hmm. the same time, like I, I I feel good that somebody is holding the fort down, man, for somebody that's locked up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Were you, you know, innocent? That's, that's real. Yeah, I I wasn't innocent. I wasn't innocent. Mm -hmm. I wasn't innocent. But I got out and I started a whole new life. And um, uh, me and my wife, my new wife, moved to Baltimore. We own two businesses. So oh, okay. now everything is going good. I, hey, I just want to say this real quick before y'all go. Hey, you remember last time I talked to you and you were telling me about the movie Platform and I said that was a good movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. 
And uh, I, I okay. watched it. It was good, but I started to hold the light. But I feel that it's real good that somebody holding somebody down while they locked up because when you down and out, you ain't got nobody. And mm-hmm. some of them guys, you I agree. Up in lot, like they don't want, they ain't got nobody else in this world to live for. But that's very good what she's doing for that man, man. I appreciate I, I, that. I think it's, I'm glad I you think got it's very honorable. I'm glad yeah. you got your life together, too, and came home and put it all together, started a business, and made the yeah, most out of everything. All right. Just moved in a house. You got a house by the water. Hey, Charlamagne, you good dude, man. Envy you, too. All right, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you, King. Yeah, I think it's very honorable what Monica is doing just for that simple reason. I mean, think about how long C. Murder has been locked up and, like, you know, he hasn't had any vocal advocates in a while. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. P. Them have always rolled for C, for C. Murder, but we live in an era where you have to be loud about things. You have to be loud right. about you know things that you want to see changed. Like you know, we we put our outrage in the wrong places all the time. So it's good to see you know Monica using her voice and her social media presence, you know, to seek justice for C. Murder. Right. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is, man, in the words of Malcolm X, you know, uh, I'm for truth, no matter who tells it. I'm for justice, no matter who is for are against. So what Monica's doing is very honorable. All right. Well, yeah, we got rumors on the way coming up. All yes, right. we are going to talk about Cat Williams, and he's done a new Supreme campaign that's gone viral. We'll tell you what he's talking about on there, and it has to do with politics, Black Lives Matter, coronavirus, and Donald Trump. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Even if I she take my money when I'm in need. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Cat Williams' video was trending yesterday, and this was for Supreme. It was actually a Supreme campaign ad, and he talked about a lot of different things. It was like seven minutes long. One thing he talked about was Black Lives Matter. Here's what he said. The president's a clown. Who gonna say something that makes sense? As for me and my household, I will. If you need me to say something dumb real slow so you can get it, I'll do that. Watch how it goes. Gravity is real. You notice how people didn't start hollering, bananas matter too. Not the time for that. Let's stick on facts. Black lives matter, period. You can say it, you at home, say it. I want to apologize if some people have seen civil unrest and didn't understand that civil unrest is what happens every time a place is ruled by the people and the people's needs are not being met. Now, he also made sure that he encouraged people to vote. Here's Cat Williams talking about voting. For 20 years, I told you, the police is out there hurting people. and Y'all didn't want to believe me. Y'all just said, Cat, keep getting in trouble. The whole time, I was just glad I made it out alive. We are going to get rid of racism this time, once and for all, no matter what has to happen, folks. I have no right to tell people to vote, but I will tell you that even if your choices were as dumb as hickory, dickory, and dark, even if those were your only choices, I would ask you make a choice. It's time to make changes, folks. You can make them there at your own home. I'm not mad at that. That's how you're supposed to use your platform. Mm-hmm. Cat Williams. Yeah, and you know, we always are encouraging people to vote, too. And by the way, Levi's has teamed up with Rock the Vote to help get as many people as possible registered and ready to vote this fall. All you have to do is text Levi's to 788683. That's how you'll get registered and find out key dates and voting how-tos from Rock the Vote. So make sure, again, you are registered to vote and that you do vote. Mm -hmm. All right, just putting that out there. Now, Kanye West has tweeted to Kamala Harris 
about it, how it's an honor to run against her. He said, I know my mom and Kamala Harris would have been friends. Congratulations on being the Democratic vice president nominee. All love and respect from the future president. It's an honor to run against you. Oh, please. Kanye, <laughs> sit your dumb ass down, Kanye. Like Jesus Christ, get out of the way. You're in the way right now. You know what I mean? Those white people are using you. I didn't realize that Kanye was put on uh, uh, the ballot in a couple of states. I guess uh, some of the swing states, Wisconsin and Michigan. I, I mean, you got, got like to know. Five of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got to know when you're being used. You know what I mean? It's the same thing as when, um, you know, Jill Stein. Jill Stein took away like 2% of the vote from Hillary uh, back in the day when Ross Perot took away some of the vote. I mean, even if Kanye gets like 1%, 2% of the black vote, that could that could swing an election. And it's a reason they put you on in just the swing state. So aren't you his secretary of defense? Why don't you have a conversation with him then? He is. He's advising him now. Oh. You think I have? Now, but see, I'm, I'm the type of person, whatever I say to you, to you, I'm definitely going to say on the radio as well. Now, Bernie Sanders had to let people know that he did not sign this petition to get Kanye West on the Wisconsin ballot because his name was among the several contested signatures that was gathered by Kanye West. So he was on Meet the Press and he said, I cannot confirm Mickey Mouse, but I can tell you I certainly did not sign that petition because Mickey Mouse's name was also one of the questionable signatures on that ballot. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I just think, you know what I mean? If, if Kanye cares about black people the way I, I believe he cares about black people, uh, he would remove himself from this election, remove himself from these ballots, and not let the GOP operatives, you know, use him to, to, to potentially give Trump another four years. But I do like the fact Kanye West has been running around screaming about Powernomics, uh, Dr. Claude Anderson's book. Drop on the clues bombs for my man, Dr. Claude Anderson. Powernomics is a great book if you've never read it. All right, Kenya Barris is producing a Netflix documentary, and that's going to be on Ben Crump, attorney Ben Crump, our civil rights attorney, friend. And so he's one of the creative brains that will be behind that. It will feature some of Ben Crump's most notable cases, how his career has impacted the civil rights and racial justice movements. Mm-hmm. One of his first standout cases was representing Trayvon Martin's family after George Zimmerman killed Trayvon Martin. And now he is working with the families of Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and Ahmaud Arbery. I think that's dope. Dropping the clues bonds for Kenya Barris for doing that for attorney Ben Crump. Uh, somebody like Ben Crump's work needs to be highlighted. Because you know what's dope about that? When um, people see that, when kids see that, it might make them want to be a, an attorney too. An attorney yeah, too, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But it tells absolutely. a story. It tells a true story as well. Because the first time, a lot of times people, when they hear attorneys, the first thing they say is, oh, ambulance chasing, and they, and they forget about the work that these people put in, especially attorney Benjamin Crump. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne, who are you giving that donkey yes, to? I need Donald J. Trump to come to the front of the congregation. We have to have a word with him. And uh, I need all of us to know when to get outraged. This is a time that we should absolutely be outraged. All right. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag? To say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now, out. He's fired. He's fired! Trump, please step up to the congregation. Yes, you are a Trump. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists. He's a jackass. Donkey of the Day for Monday, August 17th goes to our celebrity in chief, Donald J. Trump. Listen to me, America, and listen to me good. 
The 45th president of the United States of America is trying to sabotage the 2020 election. He's attempting to steal the election right under your nose. Okay, Donald J. Trump does not want to fund the USPS because of mail-in voting. I repeat, the president of the United States of America is opposing much-needed funding for the United States Postal Service because he doesn't want to see it used for mail-in voting this November. Uh, this coronavirus pandemic has led to what CNN describes as record-shattering levels of voting by mail, and Trump has said out of his own mouth it will hurt his re-election and Republicans across the board. You don't believe me? Listen to him. One of the reasons the post office needs that much money is to have all of these millions of ballots coming in from nowhere and nobody knows from where and where they're going. Why it's so much, I don't know, but that's what the Democrats want. But if the bill isn't going to get done, that would mean the post office isn't going to get funded. And that would also mean that the three and a half billion dollars isn't going to be taken care of. So I don't know how you could possibly use these ballots, these mail-in ballots. Absentee ballots, by the way, are fine. Over the weekend, letter collection boxes, mailboxes were actually being removed. The USPS said they will stop removing them, at least in western states, until after the election. But they should have never been getting removed in the first place. Yesterday, I saw mailboxes with locks on them that say, uh, this collection box has been locked. Do not attempt to open or use America. We now live in a country where your wannabe dictator as president is sabotaging a basic service that hundreds of millions of people rely on, all because he's scared he's going to lose the election in November. In the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, which we are in because of this administration's piss-poor handling of it, by the way, instead of allowing Americans the right to vote safely during a public health crisis, he's killing your right to vote. This isn't suppression. This is murder of democracy. Straight headshot. One to the temple. Boom! From a man who's already considered an illegitimate president because the election was stolen in 2016. Allegedly. I have come to the conclusion that people really have no idea when to be outraged. Why? Because we are so busy being outraged about every little thing that don't matter. When big things that actually do matter happen, we don't even know what to do. The same energy y'all give Doja Cat for racist comments. The same energy y'all give J. Cole for telling no name, watch her tone. The same energy y'all give Cardi and Megan for making songs about their WAP. Okay, all those minor things y'all make noise about on social media that don't really have any impact on your life, that don't infringe upon your civil liberties at all. You know, y'all can hashtag and ring the alarm about all that but not on the fact that your president, Donald J. Trump, is trying to steal another election. Okay, one of my really good friends, one of, one of my business partners, Marvette Brittle, drop on the clues bombs from Marvette Brittle. She, she always says, we as a people, major on the minors. And that's what America is doing right now, majoring on the minors. It's incredible to me that we live in a society where the media and people on social media's outrage to Kanye West running for president is louder than Donald J. Trump blatantly attacking the post office to not suppress the vote, but to kill it. As I said earlier, straight headshot. Bah! Okay, y'all talking about what Kanye West is doing is dangerous, and it is, but it's levels to dangerous. Kanye don't have no power. If Donald Trump is willing to take away your fundamental rights right under your nose, well, what civil liberties will, will he take next? Okay, y'all screaming stay woke, but maybe y'all need some sleep. Because when you lack sleep, when you're too woke, you get tired. And you don't make great decisions when you're tired, okay? Because I don't understand why y'all don't have the Trump is over hashtag going. 
Why aren't y'all raising holy hell and awareness about what's happening right now with the USPS, okay? Your mama, daddy, grandma, granddaddy, hell, you can't get your medicine because Trump is abusing his power to keep his power. Y'all got to stop telling me voting don't matter because if it didn't matter, why in the hell do they go so hard to keep us from voting? Now, listen to what Nancy Pelosi had to say yesterday when asked if we are going to have a free and fair election this November. Listen. So let me ask you very bluntly, are you confident that we will have a free and fair election this November? Well, not if the president has anything to do with it. Don't risk your health. Vote by mail. But if you do, vote plenty early because within this administration is an attempt to make sure your vote doesn't count. A.K.A. hell no, we're not having a free and fair election. Okay, see, I hate when Democrats don't speak straight. The reason Dems don't tell you the election won't be fair is because they think that will discourage you from voting. America, I think we are smarter than that. Okay, if you let me know what the white man is trying to take from me, I will fight to keep it. Okay, I love doing what white supremacists don't want me to do. Whatever a white supremacist is trying to take from me, I will hold on to and fight for. Wherever a white supremacist tells me not to go, I'm going. Because that is what fighting against a system is all about, okay? Listen to me, people. JFK once said, the rights of every man are diminished when the rights of one man are threatened. If we don't push back on this and push back on this hard, I mean raise holy hell about the fact that Donald J. Trump is trying to steal another election by not funding the USPS, there is absolutely no telling what basic rights, what basic freedoms will be taken from us next. Please wake the hell up. All right. I don't know what you got to do to care. Maybe you got to call him uh, Don J. West to get outraged. Maybe you need to call him uh, uh, Donald Cat. OK, maybe you need to be mad about President Trump and his WAP. OK, WAP for him stands for whack ass president. All right. Let's be real. OK, let's be real outraged over that WAP, the whack ass president, the same way we fake outraged over Cardi and Meg's WAP. OK, that that wet-ass poom-poom that a lot of us enjoyed this weekend, by the way. Uh, please let Kathy Griffin give Dope 45, a.k.a. Donald J. Trump, the biggest hee-haw. Please give this giant jar of mayo the biggest hee-haw. <coughs> by the way, uh, I don't want to talk problems without talking solutions. I saw the good brother Michael Eric Dyson uh, post this, and I went to do it. If you text USPS to 50409, they will send letters to your senators and representatives in support of the Postal Service. Text USPS to 50409, okay? And they will send letters to your senators and representatives in support of the Postal Service. And um, when you text USPS to 50409, they send you an uh, open letter to the U.S. Congress that you can sign yourself. It's already got well over a million signatures. They're trying to get to 2 million. So, yes, text USPS the 50409 to send this to your senators and representatives and support of the Postal Service, because this is insane. This is insane. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Now, mm -hmm. when we come back, Louis Gossett Jr. and Stacey Tisdale will be joining us. We'll talk to both of them when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building this morning. That's we right. Stacey Tisdale. Welcome back, Stacey. Thank you so much, Envy. Always good to see you. Uh, absolutely. And also, we have Louis Gossett Jr. Welcome, sir. The legendary you know, Louis Gossett Jr. Thank icon. You, <laughs> okay? There you go. 
a, a man who made being ball cool. You don't get the credit. You don't get the credit you deserve for making ball uh, cool. I, I figured I'd at least get some free haircuts, but that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I'm growing my great stuff because my next job is gonna be in two weeks. So forget that the uh, scruffy uh, look. What's your next job? Well, so next job is called Three Weeks. It comes from Australia, and my wife is Shirley McLean. You said mm-hmm. in the you said with the Watchmen that might have been your last that you might retire. You're never gonna retire, huh? Well, no, God says you you know you you tell God your plans and He laughs at you. That's right. <laughs> you you're not planning this. You just do what I tell you to do. So I just back on down, get quiet, say my prayers, and find out what He has left for me. I like I like I, I think one of the conversations that Watchmen really started was about Black Wall Street. Cause, you Absolutely. Know, yeah, I've heard a lot of people, you know, saying that they want to actually do a Black Wall Street production because of, of Watchmen. Oh, absolutely. So, so now people are first now thinking about all those riots that happened. Yeah. But as an actor, I started doing research on our, our history that's not on the screen, has not been on the screen. And that was one of the biggest ones. But then there was also the largest court martial case in the history of the United States Army out of uh, Houston. And there were uh, Teddy Roosevelt's Rough Riders went up San Juan Hill in the Spanish-American War. And they came back, and they, they came back as heroes. But they didn't know they were the black heroes. So they painted this, this train station, and uh, they put a, a band together, gave them new outfits. And so, da, 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 da. And all these black soldiers came out, and the band stopped. They made to go back to this new fort, back of the line, back to town. And then two days later, some servants were being mistreated by some police and the soldiers intervened. The end result was that the largest court mission, 1,500 boys were hung. That's two, and there's others, Michael Jordan's place, where they invested uh, some money, got some African fishermen mm-hmm. to come to uh, North Carolina, and that was before slavery. They were experts on, on fishing and building boats and houses, and uh, they did so well that just like Tulsa, they had all the money. The farmers came out of the woods and killed all of them. That's Cape Fear. So when you do research, you'll find out more about yourself. Notwithstanding, all those things notwithstanding, you don't know, I bet you, you don't know how deep and how original your culture is starting in Africa. Right. right. How did you hook up with Stacey Tisdale? I know you guys are doing the real estate reset. How did you guys get together? One of the directors of Watchmen is a good friend of mine, Nicole Cassell. Oh, Nicky. Oh, and, that's right. Thank you. But that, and, that um, lady does such big tapestries. She's Yeah, and... Um, Nikki's a white woman, and she yes. and I were away with our kids, actually, last year. She's telling me about this show that's, like, bringing up things like reparations and all this Ooh, yeah. in Tulsa. And I looked at her, I'm like, do you know that this is gonna, that this can start a national conversation? Of course, it's gone on to do that and more. But what was so amazing to her was that she and Damon Lindelof, who actually created this uh, HBO mm-hmm. series had mm-hmm. never heard about Tulsa mm-hmm. before they read the script. Yeah. 90% of that staff had never heard about this before they read the script. So if you're familiar with the original Watchmen comic strip, the enemy was nuclear Absolutely. destruction. But he, in he, this tripped one, on he tripped on history. Yeah. He stumbled into in this it. one, yeah, when Damon was, he when he read about Tulsa, it was like, Holy crap, I didn't know about this. Millions of people aren't going to know about this. He decided to make racism the enemy. Right. And he would, it ended up... Brilliant man. Brilliant man. Yeah, getting more than they ever realized. And it's opened up a conversation about racism and people are anxious to learn. 
And Angela and I have started this campaign called Real Estate Reset to try to close the housing gap and to get more blacks into home ownership. We feel like we actually have a shot now because people are open to learning. People are open to education. And like Nikki, once people learn, they're, they'll want to learn more about systemic racism. So we're kind of trying to kind of trying to jump on this opportunity and educate people to get more blacks into home ownership. Have you investigated why racism was invented in the first place? Let's talk about it. Yeah, please. Okay. First civilization ever recorded on the planet was in Africa. And so you know the name Marco Polo, for example? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He went to China first, because he, he, he's one of those, about 20 of them from different countries, discovering the world. And Christopher Columbus came and discovered the new world. The Africans had already been there. But to make a long story short, they came to the shores of Africa, around Ghana, and they came off the, off the boat. And uh, those Africans were studying animal husbandry, astronomy, medicine, and they had been doing it for hundreds of years. And they were large, they all looked like guys from the NBA. So they made a decision that if we're gonna take you, this all these diamonds and gold, and it's an established civilization. So they figured, oh, well, we have to do something about this because if we let this go, we won't run the world. That's the European concept of running the world. So they said, we have to study this civilization, make sure it never takes over again, because we had taken it over before. So now, today, if you travel Europe and Asia, you will see elements of that civilization in every major city in America. You have not, you have not have been taught that in schools. That has to be in the schools and everybody should know about everybody's culture. And when you get everybody on the table, talking about their culture, you mix those cultures together, we won't have a pandemic at all because we'll take better care of one another. The bottom philosophy in Africa that kept them being the first, the most successful, that everybody in the family had something to do first for the benefit of the whole tribe. Didn't cost any money, but what you did was for the benefit of everybody else. So that's why we're still here. We That is in our DNA. So if you want to survive, it's not the money. It's going for the benefit of your whole family, your whole city, your whole neighborhood, the whole world. That's the answer to all of it. Can, can I just repeat that one part, Mr. Gossett? You said the, the, the benefit is the one the, for the benefit. What and in, in, in the tribes in Africa? Okay. When you say three years old, you get able to walk. Then your job is to gather the beans and the cherries and stuff, and you put it in the middle, and everybody ate. When you got older, you uh, you milked the goats, you took care of the cattle, and but it's for everybody. And then you get older, then you start hunting food. You put that in the middle, everybody ate. There was always some do it every age in that tribe. So it was a self-contained amoeba. That was the first time that Europeans found it. His name is Professor Leakey, L-E-C-K-E, a Swiss, Swiss man who found the head of the, the oldest head that he had ever discovered at the foot of Mount Kilimanjaro. So now there was kind of a paranoia happening in, in Europe. If we don't do something about this, they wouldn't take over because they were way ahead of us. So racism began with that. It didn't have to begin with that, but it is. Right. So when we dismantle it, we're dismantling it for the benefit of us all. There's no time to get revenge or resentment. There's just time to be chosen with your power and your intelligence. Once you remember what it is in your DNA, to lead us all from mutual salvation. All right, we have more with Lou Gossett Jr. and Stacey Tisdale. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lou Gossett Jr. and Stacey Tisdale. Charlemagne? I always wonder how the world looks to our elders. When you see Kamala Harris become 
the first black woman woman of color on a major ticket. How does that make you feel based off what you've lived through and what you've seen? I'm so, I'm so proud of that woman. I've known her for quite a while. I'm proud of her. She's got Jamaican rights roots. And the rest of the world is ahead of us as far as race is concerned. We're reluctantly giving up racism because people have been doing, it's been died in the blood that they are superior. Mm -hmm. There's nobody superior to anybody else, but uh, it's going to go away when God wants it to go away. But we have to learn some stuff. No time for violence. No time for really a demonstration. Just go and know who you are and uh, make sure that you're a child of God. What do you think about all those those protests and, and rioting and what, what are your thoughts on it? Well, you see what happened is that that the protest was 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 started by by some people who don't agree with us, and all of a sudden they expected just like in the old days that the the the, 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 the Times Square would be full of black people, and they looked up there and their own children were there, so it backfired, and not only did it backfire, but it was a positive step of us to being one man, one people for the liberty of us all. That is a step in the direction that it all belongs to all of us. So the bottom line, for example, politically, there should be no child in the world that cannot have free food, free medicine, mm -hmm. free clothing, free shelter, free education. Every child should have at least that until at least 19 years old. One generation, everything changes. We shouldn't have that stuff with these naked black kids, $25 a month. No. That's a plan. We need to take care of our children the best way we know how. That's our job, now, especially in St. Louis, in Cleveland. We see them on the street, take them off the street, and teach them to hug them and love them. Put some food in their mouth so that uh, the next generation is better than the generation before. But we're still angry. I am too. Still angry and pit in my stomach about the injustice. It's a trick, injustice, and that feeling. There's a bigger picture. The bigger picture is that one day, we're about 12 years old as far as our maturity is concerned. America. America will follow the concept of the Declaration of Independence, which is written in magic, and we can lead the way to that. So we are instrumental in the growth of society, almost globally, because we're the oldest society. How do you do that? Let's not make money so important. Let's make life, the quality of life, more important than the earning of money. Money will follow it, I guarantee you. You know what, you talk about quality of life and what I like about that, since we are talking about this real estate reset, you had a yes. home that you found out you were constantly getting sick and you mm -hmm. found out there was toxic mold in your home. And I think about yes, all the kids that grow up in environments where they're breathing in toxic air, the water is unclean and yes. what that does for oh, people. Well, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's uh, every, you, you name the subject and some of that stuff has been done to us and to others. It was done to the Jew. It was done to the Irish at one time. It was done to the Italians at another time. All of that is a poison that man made that doesn't work anywhere anymore. So that means the end of conflict. We have to drop the conflict. I'm better than you kind of conflict. And get together around the table of diversity and save this planet for us all. Otherwise, this planet will not be saved. Right. The algorithm is going to take back over. And I, I, know, I know you guys are, are doing something where you're trying to inform and trying to teach uh, minorities, specifically black people, how to get into the real estate game and to own their own properties. And, you know, because we talk about it all the time, there's a lot of things that my parents weren't able to teach me because they honestly didn't know. My parents don't know how to invest because nobody taught them. So Nobody taught them. They, they were doing, uh, excluded. Yeah. That's right. Now, so real estate is extremely important now. Real yeah, estate is. is extremely important. So and now what are you guys trying to do to make sure that our community is, I, I want to say, catching up because we're so far behind. How are we catching up to, to 
our other counterparts. You know, people say, you know, blacks, we don't know about financial literacy. We don't know about these things. As we look at what black people have done with so little, I challenge that notion. Mm -hmm. I do too. That when you look at the fact that, you know, we're talking about home ownership here, black home ownership is at an all time low. But when you look at what we've done and you realize things like the government made it illegal for us to buy homes and um, a great story, one of our guests in our show, premier show of real estate reset was Senator Cory Booker and his parents bought it. a home in New Jersey. They tried to buy a home in New Jersey a year after the Fair Housing Act was passed. Uh -huh. They had good standing. They had to ha actually have a family go in and pretend to be them to get a mortgage because even a though they family. had good credit, a white family go in, the mm -hmm. bank wouldn't give them credit. And then when they actually came to say, hey, you approved this loan and it was us, they sicked the dogs on them. This is in the late 60s. I and when you look at what about black people, have done since then it's really incredible but what the opportunity that we have now is COVID-19 showed us that this is okay everybody's problem Absolutely. and black white brown yellow everybody had their economics hit by COVID-19 mm -hmm. and we, what COVID showed us was how disproportionately it hit the black community mm -hmm. so the reality of it is I don't care you know mother nature's changing us all taken us all her own way and within 10 years people of color are going to be the majority population in the United States black mm -hmm. people are a big part of that so what the question people have to ask themselves what does this country look like if the majority population is at the lower end of the wealth gap that uh -huh. is everybody's problem people because of things like watchmen are anxious to know okay what can we do what you know should we do We've partnered with Rocket Mortgage, and mm -hmm. in this show, you're going to see expertise from Fannie Mae, from all different people, to teach Blacks how to prepare their credit, uh -huh. how to understand mortgages, how to mm -hmm. partner with the right people, but also bringing in people like Senator Booker, because we have to push Washington to level the playing field but i think as yes, we was saying with protests and stuff we have an opportunity to do that now and that's what a real estate reset is all about because we yes. everybody has to fix it. absolutely yeah. well, thank well, you so much thank you so much guys thank you, thank you guys and if anyone wants to join our real estate reset community you can go to rocketmortgage.com slash learn and call me i'm looking for home so, he said, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and our shows on the Breakfast Club YouTube channel, Real Estate Reset. God bless you all. You look beautiful. Yeah. Hang in there, y'all. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk uh, the Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Wow, okay. Well, congratulations, guys. We made it into the Radio Hall of Fame. Dropping nice. the clues bombs for The Breakfast Club. All right. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. First ballot Radio Hall of Fame. Let's talk to us nice from now on. Okay, That's we right. don't want to hear no back talk, no disrespect. Okay, watch your little stink up a lip when you talk about the Breakfast Club from now on. First ballot radio Hall of Famers, okay? 
Well, congratulations also to some of our colleagues who have made it in. Angie Hold Martinez. Hold on, let's stay on us for a second. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, you ain't letting us you breathe yet, too fast. Come you on now, we gonna, everybody going to get there. But you know what I'm saying? I want to congratulate my girl, we will. We'll Angie Martinez. You jumped a little drop fast. On the, drop on the clues bomb for Calloway. Angie Martinez. Drop on the clues bomb for Sway Calloway. Who else? Donnie Simpson. Donnie Drop on the clues bomb for Donnie Simpson. By the way, all three of them. Us. Should have, all three of them should have been in the Radio Hall of Fame. Okay? Those are icons. Those are legends who inspired me. And I'm sure you, Envy, I'm sure you, yes. Angelie, as well. Absolutely. Okay? But all right. they Let's all got their own radio us. shows. It'll Where be 10 going, years you? in December for us. <laughs> all right? Love us or hate us. Don't act like this show hasn't impacted society in some way, shape, or form, Jack. All right? For any of you who have been entertained, informed, inspired by The Breakfast Club, thank you. Okay, that's who we do it for. We would be nothing without y'all. Salute to iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. Power 105, every single radio station that syndicates The Breakfast Club, Premier Radio Networks, and most importantly, the the the, the millions and millions of listeners who, who listen to us every week. I don't even know the exact number anymore, but millions and millions of listeners who listen to us on the radio, who check us out on YouTube, thank you. We would not be here if Word. it wasn't for, for y'all. First ballot radio Hall of Famers. Drop one of the clues bombs for us, Scott. Thank you so much. Now, do All we right, get a well, y'all can give y'all host speech October 29th in a virtual ceremony. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what we get for this. I Listen, I, I know I remember something when we, up somewhere. Put we something got nominated. I, I remember no, when we, we got we, nominated. We, we, I didn't know what was going to happen, but we made it, so. Now, you, you get an award because I remember when I, um about a decade ago, maybe longer, no longer. It's like 07. I, um, I gave Wendy Williams intro speech because she got inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. So I was the person that came on before her and gave a speech about her. And I, I, rem- I remember having to hand her an award. So there's definitely an award. Okay. So, yeah, 13 right. years well, ago, I was, in, I was in, You say what? It's a virtual ceremony this year, but I think next year we'll be able to celebrate in person with are the we, next class. Oh, we having a party, goddammit. Okay, just take the damn rain check on the party. All right? And iHeart's going to pay for it. How do you know Somebody that? going to pay for it. <laughs> and it's going to come out of our checks. It's going to come out of our checks. It's going to come out of our checks. Listen, but no, thank you all for right. real. All the listeners, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. We would not be, you know, in this position if it wasn't for y'all rocking with us. So, you know, all praises due to God and all praises due to Breakfast Club listeners. You are greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, also, should I finish rumors? I feel like... That was kind of... No, nah, that was nah, good we enough. we can stay on us. Everything. Yeah, we can stay we on us. I think that was everything. About the, fir- the first ballot radio hall of famers called The Breakfast mm-hmm. Club. DJ Envy, Angelie, Charlemagne the God. You know what I mean? And uh, I do want to say I'm glad that the Radio Hall of Fame decided to induct every single black person they nominated this year. Okay? <laughs> the <laughs> right. blackest year ever. You know what I mean? This, like, this, this is the blackest year ever. Word. If, if, this, if this is any indication of what the Emmys are going to look like, it's going to be so many black people winning Emmys. Okay. Either that or they didn't want to have to give us nothing in person. So they were like, give it to them this year. It is something about, <laughs> it is something to that, right? Yeah, it is something to the fact that they know they don't have to have all us black people in one room, okay, raising holy hell, cheering, yelling, and screaming that they decided, okay, this is a nice, safe year. We're doing it virtual. We can give all of them an award, okay? But we're grateful. We're thankful and grateful. <laughs> I, and listen, I'm not, ho, 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 ho. Let's be clear. I'm thankful, all right? I don't know if the word grateful is necessary because we earned this. We did. You understand what I'm saying? Let's not act like this isn't deserved. 
I'm but we're grateful that, that people feel, ride with us every yes, morning. Yes, I'm thankful for the listeners. Opportunity. Yes, I'm thankful for I'm the listeners, about. and I, I feel like this is very well deserved. And I'm glad that the Radio Hall of Fame got it right. Thank yourselves, Radio Hall of Fame. Pat yourselves on the back <laughs> for getting it right. <laughs> right, y'all got it right. Okay, yeah. not giving them too much credit for doing what they were supposed to do. Right. Well, congratulations, and congratulations this, to everybody it. who rocks with us and rides with us, because I know That's it's right. like an award for all of us to That's be able right. to celebrate together. We made this happen. Angie Martinez earned it. Donnie mm-hmm. Simpson earned it. Sway Calloway earned it. The Breakfast Club earned it. Absolutely. Okay? And, and nobody give us nothing. They're just they're just uh, stating the obvious and, re- and rewarding us for our contributions to the culture. Okay? But the real reward comes from the listeners every day, and I thank y'all. Thank Absolutely. you very much. And thank right. you, Radio well, Hall of Fame, for getting ceremony. it right. <laughs> I'm just saying, thank you, Radio Hall of Fame, for getting it right. You got to thank God. We, we thank really God. Do we thank God one time? I, I, I gave all praises due to God a long time ago. Clean okay, out your beige ears. Right. I wanted to jump into this Takashi story. It just doesn't feel right <clears throat> now. No, not at all. It was all about the breakfast club, you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> talk about, especially if that's where you're going. <laughs> right. <sighs> all right, well, that was your rumor report. Yeah. Shouts to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Get your request. Oh, did we thank in. Revolt? Thank you, Revolt, too. Revolt TV, because they do have us on every morning and they have shout to spread Revolt. awareness. So shout out to Revolt. This is for you guys, too. Absolutely. Well, yeah. It's the Radio stop Hall it. of Fame, you not stop the TV it. Hall of Fame, guys. You right. Stop it. You stop it. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we got the People's Choice mix, and Yee has a major announcement we'll talk about after the mix. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, uh, Yee, you got a major announcement? Yes. So, you know, I got my own day back in 2018, Angela Yee Day. And last year Mm -hmm. I had a nice event in person at Restoration Plaza in Brooklyn. Well, this year I am doing a virtual Angela Yee Day. Now, the West Indian American Day Parade is not happening in New York this year. And we are celebrating that as well. So I've teamed up again with VP Records. It also happens to be August 28th, which is the day of the Reggae Gold 2020 album release. And we are going to have a virtual event with performances by Christopher Martin, Noah Poa, Cranium, Hood Celebrity, Josh X, Romaine Virgo, Queen Africa, and Beanie Man. So I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. Yes, for you guys to celebrate. And we're going to have a nice dance hall and reggae party on August 28th. In addition to that, we're going to be doing some special things with Ray and Nephew. Y'all know about Ray and Nephew, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. What's Ray and Ray Nephew? Ray and Nephew, it is the amazing rum that they use to make a rum punch. It's about 90% of what the rum they drink in Jamaica is Ray and Nephew. So when you have oh. a rum punch, if you want an official one, it's made with Ray and Nephew. So... Just know that. Also, Wingstop is also sponsoring again this year. So I'm just super excited to be able to bring this. I've been working really hard at getting this done. Everything is free. There'll be all kinds of incentives. We'll also be celebrating black businesses on that day. So I'm excited to bring that to you. So thank y'all. August 28th. All right. Well, congratulations, Jesus. All right. Now, when we come back, we got the positive note. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, Charlemagne, you got a positive note for the people, bro? I do. I want to um, <clears throat> say the whole Malcolm X quote because I, I, I paraphrased a little bit of it earlier when I just said the I'm for justice no matter who is for or against part. But I want to give you all that whole quote to set your Monday off 
I'm for truth no matter who tells it. I'm for justice no matter who is for or against. I'm a human being first and foremost, and as such, I am for whoever and whatever benefits humanity as a whole. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?